Welcome to Off the Ledger, presented by the MICPA, a conversation designed to help grow your leadership skills and take you further in the accounting profession. Our topic today is the importance of networking. I'm Joe Pelosi, and our guest today is Matthew Kidd. Matt is a partner at Blunden and Kidd CPAs and works with a number of MICPA task forces, as well as serves on the MICPA board of directors. Additionally, Matt is an avid water skier. Welcome, Matt. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. Uh, so today we are talking about the importance of networking. So let's just start at the beginning. Why is it important? Well, you know, I think particularly in public accounting in your career in general, it really is the foundation as you advance your career because you're going to learn those technical skills early on. But then once you master those technical skills, it's largely about relationships throughout the rest of your career. So I think it's best to get get started with networking early so that you lay that foundation for what's really going to be the bedrock for the rest of your career. So it's a good combination of who you know and what you know. Exactly. you got to know what you know first, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about networking experiences. Well, I think every, every networking experience can be a positive experience. There's going to be ones that maybe are a miss, and there's going to be some that are home runs. But for the most part, you're not going to know that until you actually get out to that event. And the best way to do that is just hit as many events as you can early on. And then you'll kind of learn to fine tune what works best for you, what types of events, what types of different groups that are most best fitted for you. Gotcha. And are there a lot of different types of networking then? Yep. So, for example, the MICPA. Okay. They do a lot of lot of networking events with the Emerging Leaders Task Force, so people who are less than 10 years into their career. And they'll do different types of events where some it will just be CPAs, so you're networking within, within your own industry. And then we'll also have networking events where we invite attorneys, insurance groups. Okay. So you get a mix of both networking within your profession and also outside of it. And gotcha. I know some people ask, well, you know, what's what's the importance of networking in your profession? I mean, I'm not going to get a client from a, another CPA. Right. But the truth is my greatest referral source comes from other CPAs. Right. Because there's so many different areas that we practice in. Right. And the other huge factor is you're going to need help at some point in time. Sure. And to have that list of CPAs that you can reach out to and get support, it's invaluable. Gotcha. Yeah. And as time goes on, it seems like uh, the accounting world is almost transitioning to like uh, almost like a doctor model where you've got people with specialties. You've got your general practitioners, but then you've got your specialties. So knowing those different people is going to be invaluable as time goes forward, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Perfect. Uh, As far as... Uh, we've talked about networking. It's important. We know it's important. Do you have any career-defining moments that you can kind of pin back to? If, if oh boy, if I wasn't at that at that event, I, I you know the course of history would be changed. Maybe not that grand, but oh, I was going to say no, no pressure with this question, right? <laughs> no, so I, mean, I suppose I don't know if it's career-defining, but uh, I did get involved with went to a couple of MICPA networking events early in my career, okay. and that's what really got me plugged in to the MICPA and got me more involved, which has really been the the greatest network that I've had throughout my career. Gotcha. So yeah, you can, I mean, lifelong friends is maybe overstating it, but you can definitely I mean, there's some- now going on a 
10, 10 years into the profession, and there are friends that I've met through the MICPA that I can honestly say are friends now. That's great. 10 years later. That's terrific. So we know the importance of it. We know there are different kinds. Once we're actually networking, do you have any tips? Do you have top three tips maybe of when you're networking, what you'd want to do? Maybe a list of three things you don't want to do, whichever works best for you. But uh, once you're actually doing the networking, uh, you know, some people assume, oh, I show up and I'm networking. But there's actually an art or a science to that, right? Yeah. And I personally, I lean more towards the art than the science of it. Sure. I know that there's there are lots of great professional advice on this, this, and this you should do. But my biggest tip is just to relax and have fun. Okay. Um, you're going to have different degrees of comfort, but the more that you do it, the more comfortable you're going to get. So when you first go to an event, you're probably going to feel very awkward sure. because you're not going to know anybody there. You're trying to strike up conversations. But if you start with that right format, so you start with another emerging leaders group or a young professionals group, everybody's in the same boat. Gotcha. So you're all kind of, it feels like you're stumbling, but the truth is you're actually learning. And then the, the other thing is make sure you follow up. So you're gotcha. going to meet lots of people, and most of the time those people aren't going to follow up with you. But if you take the initiative that it's a relationship that you think is worth seeing if there's potential, follow up to get coffee or lunch or happy hour. Gotcha. And kind of to that art versus science thing, it's, it's keep it casual, keep it mm-hmm. maybe not even business related, to just strike it up so that it is a true proper network rather than a business uh, contact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because what somebody's doing today, there's a very good chance that two years, five years, ten years from now, they're not going to be doing the same thing. And if you find a truly really a, a good person, then work on developing that relationship because you don't know where either of your paths are going to go. It seems like this networking advice works really well for relationships too, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in yep. general. So is next month the, uh, the dating <laughs> yeah, uh, podcast yeah. we'll start featuring? We'll start a dating. <laughs> that sounds terrific. Uh, last two years have been pretty crazy, obviously. Uh, networking has probably been one of those things that has taken uh, a weird hit. I don't want to say hit, but it's definitely changed. So now that we're moving out of a virtual kind of exclusive environment more into like a hybrid environment let's talk about networking in that capacity what are you know what are some of the are there perks to the more virtual version of a of a, of a networking or a hybrid version so there's definitely some perks um, sure. I think it gives you more of an ability depending on again how it's formatted to more quickly find out if there's somebody in that room or in that virtual room that is worth having coffee with or worth grabbing a drink with. Whereas sometimes if you're in the, particularly if you're newer at it, when you're in the live events, let's say you get you get caught talking with somebody that really isn't a good fit for you and you just can't break free because you haven't developed that skill yet. Right. And that is a skill to break free from a conversation. Okay. Um, in that virtual format, you can chat with them for the 10 minutes, move on to the next room. You have a pretty good idea in that 10 minutes that if it's at least worth grabbing coffee with the person. Gotcha. I don't think you can develop fantastic relationships purely in the virtual setting, but it's a nice kind of almost like speed dating. I was just going to say, it's, next month's it's, speed dating it's, getting, it's getting it. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> just have a 10 minute chat and see if you want some coffee after mm-hmm. that's the, 
the way to do it. Uh, so those are some of the benefits, some of the drawbacks. Obviously, you're not in person. That's probably the big one. Yep, that is. It, it's harder to develop a connection over the computer. I mean, it doesn't matter what what the situation is. I think you have a better better opportunity to build relationships in person. Oh, agreed. Definitely. And I think after two years, most people hate Zoom. Yeah, so. it's, <laughs> you've got a little, a little fatigue, I'm sure. Uh, we talked a, bit, a little bit about the, the tips. Um, uh, we discussed knowing when to break free. Uh, just, I don't want to say don't be awkward, but don't worry about being awkward. Uh, mm-hmm. What about beginners? You've got somebody who's just never done this before and they're walking in. We've addressed it a little bit as far as, you know, just trying to go in there. But is there a trick? Uh, is there a tip? Is there something for you to be able to say, hey, try this. This worked for me or anything like that? I'd say just jump in with two feet. Okay. Um, you're going to have some awkward encounters. It's going to happen. Um, that's just the reality of things. But more often than not, you're just entering a conversation, and the peer person standing in the corner is having the same thoughts as you. They're, they're not sure who they're supposed to talk to because it feels like everybody in the room already knows somebody, and you're the odd man out. But the truth is there's lots of people in that room that are thinking the exact same thing. So just go up to one or two of them gotcha. and join the conversation. Find find that person, and, and the thing you have in common is the lack of anything in common, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are the only ones there. We talked a lot about networking, and I want to talk about kind of just CPAs in general. You've been doing this a while. You're still very much a, 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 an emerging leader in the field, but when you started out, is there any advice that you wish somebody maybe had given you? Uh, something that would have maybe saved you some stripes, something that you can pass on to future generations now? Savor your hair before it turns gray. Okay. That's a good <laughs> um, one. So I think the biggest thing is that mistakes happen. When, okay. you're, when you're early in your career, you're going to make mistakes. And when they happen, they feel like they are the biggest deal in the world. But the reality is most of what we do aren't irreparable mistakes. Okay. They might take some extra time to repair. You might need to smooth things over with a client. But nothing we do is life or death. And I think often early in your career, you view that mistake as life and death. Gotcha. No, I think that might be true across all uh, employment to some extent where you, yeah, when mm-hmm. you don't know or if you do, even if you do know, those mistakes can really feel like they have more weight than they, than they actually do. Mm-hmm. Circling back to networking, we've covered a lot of different elements of it. Is there anything we've not covered that you're like, I got to make sure I get that out there? So I think if you're looking, looking to get started, you're not sure where to start. We've got a MICPA Emerging Leaders event coming okay. up on, I believe, May 26th that's going to be in or around the Royal Oak area. All right. And that's a great first step. Um, just jump in. If you can't make it there, find another another group that you have coworkers that are affiliated with or you have friends from college that they're affiliated with, and just go to an event because the only way that you can get better is by doing it. Got to practice. 
Uh, and you can check any of the MICPA social medias for more information on that. I'm sure it'll be on the website as well if folks are looking for more information on the May 26th event for Emerging Leaders. And you guys do those pretty frequently? or Pre-COVID, we were doing them quarterly. Okay. So we're just kind of restarting now, and I think the goal is to do them quarterly. Gotcha. So you get a bit of a rhythm, and you have an opportunity to see the same people on a regular basis, so you can develop those relationships. Perfect. And if you can't make that one, there's one coming up uh later on yep. Uh, and then there's also sorts of other places so we've talked about the MICPA options and you mentioned there's some other you know what are some other avenues towards finding some networking so I'd say it really depends on what type of niche you're in within the CPA profession okay you've got RMA, which is the Risk Management Association, that's a great one. Um, ACG, the Association for Corporate Growth, is a great one for kind of middle market companies. If you're more of a small businesses, you're local chambers of commerce. Okay, great. And then, yeah, so you, they, there's no shortage of it. It's just a matter of looking for it, right? Yeah, and a lot of college alumni associations have local, local chapters that have strong networks. Perfect. Well, that is all for today's Off the Ledger. Uh, I'm Joe Colosi. Our guest today was Matthew Kidd. Matt, thank you so much for being here today. Can't believe it's already over. Yeah.